Hello everybody, Q here once again to invite you to enjoy another amazing Spooktoberween-tacular episode. This one is coming way, way back from those haunted archives that I mentioned before. And I'll tell you what, while you're listening to this, think about this. What could possibly be coming that could change the very fabric of High Five reality as we know it? The answer will only be revealed in the October 30th episode of High Five the Podcast. Something that will shake the very foundation of who we are. If you want some clues in the meantime, you can tune directly into the social media here at High Five. That's right, High Five the Podcast on Instagram. That's all letters, no numbers. High Five the Podcast on Facebook. And at High the Number Five the podcast on twitter and as always join our patreon if you join our patreon at any level between now and october 30th you will get exclusive early access to this earth-shattering reveal not only that stay tuned for a very 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 special guest on our october 30th episode and as always stay spooky fivers and have a wonderful spooktober wintacular! <laughs>
Mr. Pacino, what are you doing? Who would have expected that? Weird, he just ran in, just said that, and then immediately ran out of the room. Who are indeed? (laughs) (laughs) High five. High five. Should we high five? High five! High five! High five! High five! High five, son! Woo! High five! Don't let me hang it. Because we are professionals. I don't know. Can that be our <laughs> Can that be our new show's theme song? If anyone out there listening can make a better one, we'll replace it with yours. But, but in the meantime, in the meantime, it's gonna be we're gonna be we can do a show because we're professionals. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm All into right. it. So we are professionals, and we are back with another top five list for the first time it's in been, forever. I know it's been a while. For the first time in forever. We're going to do a horror TV show list. Ooh, it's not a horror TV show list. I know. It is a Halloween episode I, I know, of but Hall- TV show but list. But Halloween has more syllables, and it's harder to fit, the, cram mm. that into into. You know what they say, great. if it doesn't fit, cram it. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> um, that's not what they say. Uh, no. That's never what they say. No. But you're right, though. This is top five Halloween episodes of TV shows. Now, we yeah. should clarify. Do you mm. want to clarify... The, the distinction we made? Yes. Uh, I don't remember what it was. What was the distinction that we made? Please tell me. So oh, okay. You tell me. <clears throat> we had said, like, Halloween specials are off the table. Oh, yes. So okay. if it was like, you I know. I thought you meant distinguish, <clears throat> you know, distinction within the actual episodes. And I was no, like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, a whole bunch of us. Like, restrictions Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown's yeah, yeah. not part of an ongoing yeah, yeah. show. So it had to no, be no. an ongoing show. Couldn't be. And it had to be was... just a Halloween themed episode Correct. of that show. Correct. Yes. So, where? I mean, how did you put your list together? Um, There's so many shows. Basically, I just kind of wrote them all down. Okay, I like stuck it. Stuck them on a dartboard, just threw darts. So your your normal method. Your normal method. Yeah. Well, I mean, normally I don't throw the darts. I just, I just look at it. <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna let you go. And I didn't see know. Where you I didn't know. That. I was. I was trying to figure out where I was gonna go with it, and I was trying to think of something that rhymed with darts. And I was like, "But throwing farts is really a, <laughs> it's not helpful in this situation, or like logistically possible. Like I can't you could really... throw a shark. <laughs> oh, gross! And that rhymes with dart. I totally could. I don't do that. Though. Okay. Okay. Um, well, for, for me, like obviously, this list outside of some others that I've put together is not really focused on the best. Right. Because there's no way I've seen every Halloween special of every show that exists. So they're your favorites. These are, this is a strictly pure, my favorites list. And that's how honestly every list is for me. So if I'm being serious, that's, that's my list too. Well, at this time I'm saying I'm lowering myself to your level. Ooh, ouch. (laughs) Burn. That would really hurt. If I had pride, that would sting, which that's why I can just see the pride leaving your body, and that's when I know I'm able to make jokes. You see pride leaving? I didn't think there was any to begin with. It's fine. Yeah. That excites me. It does. It's just like this this little pink vapor just, just go, putters away. Weird. Who knew that's what pride looked like? Um, so, yeah. I, I um, This is, you know, we've talked about it that themed holiday episodes in general for us are like some of our most favorite things well and it feels like television shows put extra effort behind those i mean thanksgiving episodes for certain shows are always amazing i mean most shows in the 90s made huge points about having christmas episodes and then they would end with a like 
the wreath around it frosted on the TV screen. It's like, happy holidays from Full House or whatever the fuck. Exactly. And so holiday episodes have become a big thing. And I think nowadays with more millennials coming up and Halloween becoming a bigger and bigger thing, you know, not only we're seeing more horror based television shows, but shows really step up their game for Halloween, which is nice to see. Oh, for sure. Most definitely. And since, you know, we are inspired by the things that we watch and grew up with, that's why we've adopted also making uh, October our, what do we call it? Our Spooktoberween-tacular. Yeah. Spooktoberween-tacular. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, we like to celebrate those things, too. And just like our favorite TV shows did it, we like to make specials as well. And as you know, I'm a huge horror movie fan, so thinking of Halloween episodes... It's just right in my wheelhouse. Now, to be fair, uh, I'm going to go ahead and show my cards a little bit. The majority of the shows on my list here, not spooky. Not spooky. Neither are mine, honestly. Not spooky. Not sp- Well, that's the thing is a spooky-based show has to really up its game for Halloween. I think Halloween episodes in like sitcoms can be so out of the ordinary that they're memorable. Oh, totally. And 100%. for me, that's that's what most of mine are, I'll be honest. Totally, and that's why I love this this time of year. And, you know, nine times out of ten, I know you, you kind of have the tradition of marathoning uh, scary movies throughout the... Right, which we are cataloging on Letterboxd, if anybody is listening. Okay. Ooh, shameless plug. And back to the show. And instead, I tend to binge watch... Halloween themed episodes, of which TV is shows. so you're probably way better prepared for this conversation. I'm, than I'm pretty I am. prepared for sure, definitely. Well, that's also should we just dive in? Let's do it. All right, Jay, start us off. All right, so my number five is not only one of my favorite episodes of this show, but it's just one of my favorite shows mm-hmm. ever, and it's The Office. Ooh, and it's the season two episode mm-hmm. just titled Halloween. Yep. Now, there's a couple reasons why this episode is great. One, just flat out, it has three hole punch Jim, <laughs> which is one of my favorite costumes. It establishes Jim's character of never dressing up for Halloween or right. always doing something sardonic, which lasts through the entire season. So a series. I love that they established that so early on. And just the idea of three hole punch Jim is always made me laugh. Oh, totally. It also had Sith Lord Dwight, which again, perfect for his character. Um, and it was one of the first real true installments we got to see of the party planning committee. Like we'd seen them before, but this is, they have an epic meltdown in this episode as well, which I always love the party planning committee. I mean, between Pam, Angela and Phyllis, it's just, it, that's a du- a trio that needs to be on screen. Oh, more. for sure. I mean, definitely. They could have had a spinoff called Party Planning Committee, and I would have watched it. I would have it. watched the fuck out of that. And then Michael's... Everything with Michael on that episode is brilliant. Because one of the things that endeared me so much to the show early on was it really was them dealing with true real office crises or situations in hilarious ways. Like the later seasons with... The mergers and the and the and the um the different agencies and the competing businesses it was it got to a crazy place. But this one was Michael was required to downsize and he refused to fire anybody on a day of a party because it would bum people out. And so the whole day he's trying to avoid people and avoid making this firing decision. And it's just perfect for his character because it really does just kind of establish who he is. And aside from all of that, it's fucking hilarious. It's one of the funniest episodes they've made. So for me, it it's it's on the list, definitely. 
Unfortunately, it's loading to the bottom because the ones above it I like more. Ooh, setting the bar high. Yeah. I'm into it. I think that's a really solid choice, and I'm curious to know what could be above it. Okay. So hit me with your number four. All right. So my number four is uh, the Halloween episode of Freaks and Geeks, which is oh, called- shit. Which is called Tricks and Treats. I don't even remember that. Oh, man. This I mean, was, oh, my goodness. This is so good. So, okay. So, the you know, the trio of friends, the young kids, the geeks. Yes. Martin Starr's character dresses up as the bionic woman. And it's so great. <laughs> but the whole premise of that episode for their story arc is that they're, they love Halloween and they love going trick-or-treating. But they're at that age where they don't know if it's okay. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, which is a real struggle of not knowing if it's okay to trick or treat. I trick or treated once in college, and many people were upset. That's that's one of my favorite like uh, concepts that they approach every once in a while in shows. Is the whole like what? How old is too old to trick or treat? Right. Um, See, having children. Gives you the leeway to continue trick-or-treating? Yes, because then you can say, oh, no, I'm just dressed up as, uh, you know, Chief Bogo from Zootopia because she wanted me to. Right. She asked for it specifically. I'm Dipper from Gravity Falls out of no choice of my own. Right, no. I I didn't already own this outfit. Nope. I didn't just pull this out (laughs) of my closet that I wear time to time. On a regular basis. Yes. To work. (laughs) Um, but no, I totally. I work at the mystery shop. <laughs> I totally, <laughs> I totally, uh, I totally understand that. And so that whole story arc, and they decide the the way the episode goes is they decide to go trick or treating and then get mercilessly bullied for it the entire night. Yeah, and it's and it's just kind of a coming of age episode for them. That's such a good fucking show. The other part, the other aspect of the show that I really love is Lindsay's character, so the older sister, who Linda Carlini, huge crush. Um, big fan, big fan, long time, uh, first time, <laughs> long time, long time, uh, stalker, first time caller. Yep. Um, anyway, anyway, she is supposed to take her little brother trick or treating, but she bails on him to hang out with the freak. So it's one of the first times in the entire series where she actually makes a decision against her better judgment. And then the rest of the season is basically a fallout of her becoming a full-fledged freak the rest of the season and kind of changing her goody-two-shoe ways. But this episode is when they go out and they, like, vandalize the neighborhood. So her and James Franco and Seth Rogen. That's right. And they vandalize the neighborhood, and it's her struggling with the idea of, is this who I am? Should I really be with my brother? And it's just, it's one of the episodes that perfectly encapsulates that show. And not only does it take place around Halloween... It's like focused on Halloween as opposed to just like people dressing up in costumes for an adult party. Right. And so that's why, I mean, it's above the office just because I like, I think it's a better show. Sure. Um, and this, that episode is just so good. Quality, man. You're crushing it. I told you this out of the gate good. crushing it. This list is good. Yeah, I like right. it. So now I need to know your five and four. What? You want to know Q's <clears throat> five and four? I do. I do. <laughs> I, I do. I do. I do. Oh, I like that (laughs) new catchphrase. I do, I do, I do, do, Q. Mm -hmm. Yes, please. I need anybody who sees me out on the street to address me with that. Do you like Q? I I do, I do, I do, do, Q. I love it so much. (laughs) Uh, All right, so my number five 
is a show that I know is near and dear to both of our hearts. Okay. And that is Friends. Ooh. And so this is the one with the Halloween party. That's my number one honorable mention. Oh, it was between, I was like, it was holy between, shit. No, it was between that and The Office for the number five spot. Nice. Because, okay. I mean, Spudnik. That's, that's Come what I was going to say. That's one of my favorites. Um, and so in this one, uh, Monica and Chandler are hosting a, a costume party for Halloween. Um, you get the pink bunny costume. The amazing. It, it's one of my favorite Matthew Perry line deliveries in the whole series is when he says, uh, well, Monica told me to pick a costume and I didn't. And I just told her to pick out whatever. So I'm a huge pink bunny. <laughs> it was like the, the, oh, it's so good. I love it so much because <laughs> his favorite childhood book is the Velveteen Rabbit. Right. And she was trying to get him something to go along <laughs> with that. And uh, Pink Bunny costume was all that she could find. So that was one of my favorite things. I love the Ross, the Spud Nick because um, he's such a fucking nerd. Right. Um, but and then, then Sean Penn. Exactly. Again, one of that show had some of the best guest stars, you know, between like the Bruce Willis cameo and the Brad Pitt cameo. The Sean Penn one was actually Sean Penn being a great actor because he was so like meeple and sputtery, which is not normally him. Right. And that's kind of one of my things. And um, so this show just in general is one. Now, you know, I'm a late convert to it. You are. You are. I was not one that uh, watched it. When I converted it was on in TV. high school. And so for me, I didn't I didn't get into it until Netflix. Honestly, Netflix is what brought Friends to my attention. Really, I'd caught episodes and rerun here. You want to know how I learned, like, really got into it? Is I didn't watch it on TV, but I caught an episode in syndication. I was like, that was pretty funny. So I went to Best Buy, which uh, ask your grandparents what that is. Um, I went there, and in one of their $5 bins, they had, like, the season four best of, like, the five best episodes of season four for, like, five bucks on DVD. So I was like, eh, why not? And I watched them, and I loved every episode. So I went through and bought the top five best DVD of every season. What? Loved it so much that I just went back and bought the seasons. Amazing. So that's how I got into Friends is, like, probably a freshman year in college, maybe, senior year in high school. Yeah. On accident, basically. That's amazing. I slipped and fell into Friends. Uh, but hey, it, they'll be there for me. They'll be there for Cue. me. Oh, God. <laughs> You're on a roll. I love all of this so much. Um, but this is also, so in this one, Phoebe, basically Ursula sees her twin sister, Ursula, also. Which, can I add some nerd trivia yes. to that? Yeah, totally. Do you know the genesis and the reason Ursula is a character? Uh-uh. Okay, so Lisa Kudrow, when she was starring, when she signed on for Friends in the first season, uh-huh. was a character, a recurring character in Mad About You, and was under oh. contract, and it was a rude waitress at the diner they always went to named Ursula. Really? And so, because Mad About You and Friends were going to be on at the same time, and Lisa Kudrow was contractually obligated to be both, they just they said, well, both of these take place in New York. Let's let's merge the two universes and bring Ursula over. So her twin sister Ursula is the same Ursula. It's very from hev- Mad About You. It's very heavily hinted at because she's also a waitress and friends. That's hilarious. Yeah, dude, they were doing the MCU shared universe before. Uh, That's it for Marvel. That I mean, everybody knows Joey and Chandler defeated the Chitari. 
fuck it's amazing and we're still feeling the repercussions of their left behind technology to this right. day right right the great battle or whatever chicken and duck <laughs> but anyway back to this episode that you have as number five yeah man uh it's just it's great i mean you get to see all the characters doing kind of their their normal character traits monica and phoebe's argument is totally so good you get to see Chandler being, you know, just dejected because he's in this pink bunny costume. You get to see Ross just being nerdy Ross. I love, I love, isn't, isn't this the episode where Joey dresses up as Chandler or Ross and just goes, Meh. Yes. And they're like, that's totally you. And they're yes. like, how is that me? He's like, Meh. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so, wearing a sweater vest. Yeah, and that's, yeah, the yeah. that's his whole costume. Yep, yep, yep. And you also have uh, Rachel trying to, like, give out candy to kids. Yeah. And she's, like, talking to him about fashion and stuff. <laughs> you are so in And then year. the one kid tells her that she loves her and she just gives her all the candy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, this is also one of the, the rare Friends episodes that uses and does something that I always find so hilarious. Usually I've, after I've had a couple uh, toot toots. Um, <laughs> like cocaine? They, they're having a party. Uh-huh. And there are tons of people in Monica's apartment. And I just love the fact that the extras, they're acknowledging that they have friends, other friends, but oh, they mean totally. nothing. nothing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And it's yeah. so funny to just kind of watch these extras in the background pretend to have conversations while everyone else gets the glory. But not actually yeah. doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one yeah. guy's like, do, do I get my sad card for this? And he's like, no, you have to do like four or five of these to get that. That's the conversation they're having. In the he's background. just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> my agent said it'd be really good to just get exposure. Say yes yeah. to everything. He said, Hey, I'm on this TV show. Check this out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's my number five. I love it. Yeah, I know. It's, I know it's pretty great. I feel good about it as well. Uh, so that brings me to my number four. My number four is also a show that I'm pretty sure you're into. And I was mm-hmm. definitely into for a hot minute. Which is uh, How I Met Your Mother, a oh, Slutty Pumpkin episode. That's a good one, because that's where they finally acknowledge the Slutty Pumpkin rumor. And it's a Katie Holmes. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Uh, I don't think they reveal her until the Slutty Pumpkin returns. Oh, oh, you're talking about the first one. You're not talking, talking about, about the, the very w- first one. Oh, so you're not talking about the one where it is revealed that it's Katie Holmes. No. You just mean the one where he dresses up as the Hanging and Chad every year. Yes. That's and a good that, one too. That's why that's so funny to me is because you've got the the perfect concept of this sad sack that is Ted, just this hopeless romantic that every year, very reminiscent of the episode where he continually threw parties for Robin. Remember that? And it's like, like one of the first first one or two episodes. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, we're we're gonna throw another. <laughs> you know, the Ranger is still going because <laughs> she kept not being able to right. go." Right. Um, it's very much the same thing. So Ted. Uh, since the her first Halloween, so the concept is there. They had a Halloween party at this apartment complex one year, and he was dressed as a hanging Chad, hilarious, right for the time. This is very funny. Uh, and then uh, she was dressed as a slutty pumpkin, right? And they lost touch, and he, he never got her number or it, lost right. it or something. And he's just been trying to see and hoping to see this woman again. So he goes to the same party. Every, Every year, year dressed same. as the, the hanging Chad. And it's just such a funny episode. Yeah. You also get uh, Marshall dressed as uh, Jack Sparrow. Right. Which looks real good. Lily as a parrot. 
<laughs> which is also <laughs> yes. amazing. Um, and it's just got like it's just really funny. This is also the episode with uh, Barney as uh, Iceman. Is this the one? This isn't the one where he changes costumes like twelve times and hits on the same girl, is it? Oh shit, I can't remember. I think it may. I get be. the two mixed up because the two—they're both Halloween episodes. Yeah. They're both involving About that rooftop the slutty, party, right? But I think this is the one where Barney's trying to hit on this one girl and she keeps like rejecting him. So he just so he keeps, keeps changing com- costumes. Yes, to attempt and to try like over. fixing what he messed I'm up. I'm pretty in sure the last that time, is this episode, which I love. I mean, that's a show that. It has its faults, sure. It definitely went on too long, and the ending was not good. No, 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 no. But, man, it really, when it hit the mark, it was one of the best. Oh, for sure. Like, their, their continuity with jokes through season after season, I mean, it's just kind of amazing what the writers were able to do. It was impressive. And I, I really wish it was just all, like, the first five seasons, and then they had wrapped. Because those first five are real good. They are some of the best. Yeah. Some of the best. And that's one of those shows, I think we've talked about it before, that for me it just kind of declined. It went on too long. It did. It definitely went on too long. And then the ending for me was just not Well, and if you're going to go on that long, you kind of have to nail the ending. I mean, Seinfeld ran into the same thing because even most of the run of Seinfeld is great, but they couldn't stick the landing. Sure. And it's not a great finale as much as it pains me to say it, but... Same problem here is they started to decline. The last season was pretty good where the last season took place in the span of a day. Right. Like all 20-something episodes. That was pretty cool. But they didn't stick the landing. And it's just a bummer because you have episodes like Slutty Pumpkin that are so good. Yeah. And then it just kind of gets let down by a, yeah. a fumbling of the end. But nonetheless, that's it has Still cemented itself as the number four. And that's list. a good choice. I'm really liking your list so far. Thanks. Same. So... Uh, let's take a breather. We've we've bothered people long enough. You guys listen to some commercials, and we'll be back and t- talking about our top three. After these messages, we're going to eat some candy. Tonight, the Olsen twins kick off Monster Bash Weekend. First, it's frightening good fun on Family Matters. Bozo. Followed by Halloween hijinks on Boy Meets World. It's good to be kids. Then a home possessed on Step by Step. Boom shakalaka boom shakalaka. And who will conjure up costumes for the kids? <laughs> on Coop, it's ABC's Monster Bash Weekend. It all starts on TGIF. Before our Monster Bash continues, here's a little monster tip. Planning for trick-or-treaters, we divided the good stuff from the bad stuff. This way, you could treat your guests right. What do we do with the bad stuff? Take it to our room. Genius. why i said to him dude that's my foot but then it's i asked why it smelled like cheese and you didn't have a good answer for that i didn't i still don't um but i'll give you another shot at it 
Thanks. I'll take it. <laughs> oh, shit. We're back. We're back. All nerdy. I didn't see you guys there <laughs> listening to our conversation. <laughs> this bit is dumb, but great. No, it is great. Dumb and great. So we're we're at number our top three, right? We are. Great. That was a long commercial break, and I almost forgot where we were. Yeah, I did forget. Who are you? What? What are we doing? Um, so, Jay, well, I'm going to do my top three. You got to. That's that's how this goes. Yeah. You got to give me your top three so then I can give you my top three and then we can end this thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll do kind of I'll follow your lead a little bit. So okay. my number three is a show that I know is near and dear to both of our hearts. Okay. The show is Community. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, the the. Tough question is which holiday, which Halloween episode do you choose? Because I was going to say, which holiday? Halloween. (laughs) They had a lot of good Halloween episodes. Yes. The one I chose, the one I landed on, was Epidemiology. Ooh, good one. That's the zombie outbreak. That's the zombie outbreak. And for I just I love that episode so much because it's such a clever take on a a zombie spoof, and that's what the show was so good at was spoofing genres. And there are some that you just think, well, they could probably never do that. But they gave everybody food poisoning that they acted like zombies and the CDC shut them in. I mean, it was it was just great. Totally. I think that episode has one of my favorite Dean gags when he's singing ABBA. I don't remember that. Over the loudspeaker that gets stuck on a loop of him like listening to an ABBA CD and giving commentary to it. <laughs> so the whole zombie outbreak is happening and it's ABBA songs and Dean going, man, 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 like <laughs> along with it. Uh, and it's so funny. It's so good. That's hilarious. I'm gonna have to go back and watch. That. Oh man. It, it's definitely worth a watch. I went back and rewatched it this, this, uh, this week for this episode. But I mean, that one to me, I think, kind of perfectly encapsulates what what is great about the show. Oh, you know for what I sure. mean. Um, Troy and Abed have a fantastic arc where they're the they're doing the zombie survival like arc, right? And they get stuck in the basement. And they have to climb over fences, and it's just there's the whole go on without me, and they hit they hit all the high notes. And then this is also the episode where Shirley and Chang sleep together, making the uh, ident- identity of Shirley's baby daddy later in the season unknown. Ooh, so yeah, Shirley and right. uh, Chang actually hook up in that's this episode. Totally right. I forgot for a while they had that whole like Chang thought he was the father of the baby thing. Oh, that was an uncomfortable story arc. It was, and that started in this this episode. I totally so forgot about that. All the more reason. So between the Abba singing, between the Troy and Abed uh, storyline with the zombie outbreak with food poisoning, and the Shirley and Chang thing. It just it cemented itself as my favorite community one and then put it number three on my list. Worth it. Yep. Nice. All right. Moving on to my number two. Do it. This one, I can almost bet you any amount of money that you would know is going to be on my list. Okay. So my number two favorite Halloween episode is Boy Meets World and then there was Sean. I'm so disappointed. (laughs) That it's not my number one? Yeah. Was it? Oh, it might be yours. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I have a favorite one, and, and you'll I kind of see why. But, and then the Sean is so good, because it's the Scream spoof. Totally. And, okay, for people who don't know, this takes place in the season where they're seniors, a couple episodes after Corey. We can and, go ahead and talk about it. I'll reveal. Is it your number it's one? It's my number one. It's so good. It was almost there, but you'll see what my number one is. 
Okay. But okay, so let's okay. This is one of my favorite episodes. It's so it's one of the best episodes they ever did. It's hilarious and a little creepy. A little creepy. There's some actual tough murders, like the when Kenny gets stabbed through the head with a giant pencil. Yeah. Um, and, and then they then did I'll, the whole. They oh killed my God, Kenny. You killed Kenny. You bastards. You bastards. This is also they they acknowledge in this episode that Eric and Sean's brother have both had sex. Yes. And then Sean admits that he's gone to multiple bases. Yes. <laughs> Which was really funny. Like, because the, I think, what, what's the joke? It's something like, oh, everyone, oh, it's okay because, you know, virgins live through these movies. The only people who will die are people who have had sex. And Eric is like, well, I'm dead. <laughs> and then Sean's like, I'm not going to be dead, but I'll be hurt real bad. <laughs> or <Right>. something <laughs> like that. But then you've also got the awesome thing. You've got uh, Je- Jennifer Love Pfefferman, played by Jennifer Love, Love Hewitt, you. shows up. Who was dating Will Friedle at the time. Oh, I did not know that's that. Why that sh- that's why she's on the episode. See, I thought she was in it as a reference to her I Know What You Did Last Summer I mean, character. she was... But Eric Friedel was the one that kept asking producers is like, Hey, I, you know, I want, I'm dating her. I want to get her on the show. And this was the opportunity they found. That's really funny. I yeah. didn't know that way to go. Will Friedel. Well, that's why he's like hitting on her the whole time is because they were dating. That's so funny. Awesome. Nice. I like that. Well, uh, and then another thing about this episode was that it actually was legitimately deep. Yeah, because it it took place after Corey and Topanga had broken up. Spoiler alert for everyone who's only watched up to season five. Um, after Linda Cardellini from Freaks and Geeks breaks them up, Sean doesn't know what his center is, and he thinks that he's the one like hurting all of his friends. And turns out it's a big dream because of course it is. No one dies in this right, show. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> Except for Sean's dad, and. Uh, and it like it's him coming to peace with like a trauma in his life, right? It's like really, it's like really deep, but done in this really kooky, spoofy way. And you get a cool, creepy song in it, which I have the lyrics to right in front of me here. I want, I want them. Which is, "Welcome to John Adams High, where you are gonna die." That's right. Fall right this way. Here's a knife. Here's a gun. There'll be fun for everyone. Death is on the menu tonight. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's good shit. I'm going to add that song to my Halloween playlist. Do it. I'm surprised it's not on your Halloween playlist already. It's tough to find on Spotify because I don't really license the Boy Meets World soundtracks. <laughs> Just individual <laughs> little right. little mini songs. Uh, but yeah, so that's pretty solid, man. It's my number one, mainly for nostalgic reasons. Yeah. Because, you know, growing up, this is one of the most memorable Right. Halloween episodes to me. It was one that I grew up with. It was one that I watched yearly. It always reran. Yeah, we, I've seen I mean, this is one of the handful of episodes that, while I've seen all of them a lot, this is easily near the top. And so, for me, I think it, it claimed that number one spot mainly for just nostalgic reasons. I mean, it's valid. And I, it would have been number one for me had my number one not existed. And well, like some history I have with let's, it. Let's quit teasing it. All right. Drop it on us. What's your number one? So man? my number one is Treehouse of Horror by mm, The Simpsons. Solid. And it's did, my number three. I didn't choose a specific episode, but the reason, I mean, we could talk for hours about the different <laughs> I also didn't choose a specific episode. High five. I just put number three. 
is The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror in general, in parentheses. Yep. I mean, and this is why it's my number one. Let me justify that first. Okay. Because we could easily talk about all the different spoofs they've done every year. But this is legitimately something I look forward to every year. Like, I I don't watch The Simpsons anymore. I used to watch it religiously g- growing up. Right. But I will watch the Halloween Treehouse of Horror every year like it's the Super Bowl. You know, I don't watch football either, but I'll watch the Super Bowl. I don't watch Simpsons, but I watch Treehouse of Horror when it airs on television. Sure. I look forward to it. I think, you know, while some of them, especially recent years, haven't been as good, they're always one of the funniest episodes in the sh- in the whole season because they don't have any restrictions. Like, they can kill every character. They can sure. have every character be everything under the sun. And just the level of spoof, the level of detail, the level of everything they've gone into. I mean, hell, <clears throat> the shinning yeah. bit is one of the most brilliant pieces of like 11 minutes they've ever done on the show. And it, it works on every level. It's funny on its face. It's funny like on a meta level. It's written extremely well and it makes sense within what it is. Well, the show hit my number three. The only reason that it was on, wasn't on there. And we've had this conversation in regards to um, in regards to The Simpsons. Right. I'm just not a big Simpsons fan. Right. So I, I'm honestly surprised it's on here at all. Because for the exact same reason that you just listed, I don't watch The Simpsons, but I will watch Treehouse of Horror. They're so good. They're good. They're funny. I, I'm always interested in what... They're the, gonna do the Freddy Krueger spoof with yeah. groundskeeper Willie is so good. Yeah, I I totally one hundred percent agree with that statement, and that's why it's my number three. And I understand why it's your number one. You, even though you may not watch it, you know as religiously anymore. I know you're a big yeah. Simpsons fan, and that's why it's above Boy Meets World. While that has more nostalgic value for for me. This one just has such a tenure. You know, it has it's it's yearly. It's something that I plan ahead for and rewatch the old ones for. Um, you know, I went out and bought special collection packs of just the Treehouse of Horror DVDs when they were available. So like that for me pushed it to the top. I don't think there was ever a question for me when I was putting this list together that this would be number one and Boy Meets World would be number two. It was just really a hard struggle to figure out what my three, four, and five were going to be. I totally understand that, for sure. Um, So that's pretty solid. Well, I've revealed my list in the process of listening to your list. My number three was The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. My number one was Boy Meets World because it's nostalgia forever. And then your number so two. So what could possibly be my number two? Can I guess? Yeah, totally, one hundred percent. Is it Buffy? It is definitely Buffy. Is it the one that's like called um, Fear Comes or Fear it, itself? Fear itself. Yes, I knew Fear was in there. Uh, so fear, I know about this one, and that is a spooky show. You said not a lot of spooky shows. Well, not a one. lot. Of, not a, not a lot of spooky. One spooky. A show. A little bit of spooky. Um, well, why is it number two? Why is it so big? So a. I'm a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I know you are. That's why I knew I could guess this one pretty confidently. And as you know, I don't, not, not for any animosity reasons, I just haven't watched the show and I'm not as big a fan as you. So why why this episode? Um, so for me, Fear Itself is, is scary. Um, and one of the best written episodes 
of Buffy. Like, what's so the premise of the episode? So basically, I mean, the long and kind of short of it is um, the, the 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 Scooby Gang, as mm-hmm. they're referred to, and Buffy find themselves in a frat house um, that has summoned a fear demon. Ah. And it basically preys on all of their individual fears. So it's almost like they were just going to a frat party for Halloween, and then at the Halloween party, it's almost like Ouija. Right. The they frat play boys a game. Like accidentally no. they found this symbol that they just thought looked cool and it would be cool for the party, and they end up accidentally summoning a fear demon. As you do. At, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, how could you I, if I had a nickel for every time I've summoned a fear demon on accident, once I just did it because my poop looked weird. That that is absolutely correct. And he came up out of the toilet, he's like, and he's like, oh, and he went back down. Um, so basically, you get each of the Scooby Gang, and they kind of experience their own worst fears. So you learn about, it's very introspective, very introspective. And I like that premise. Yeah. And it's, it's very, very cool. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's interesting that you get to kind of, it's an interesting way to do a Halloween episode Mm -hmm. because they are like in one of your episodes that you were talking about, they're going to a Halloween party. So it actually takes place on Halloween, which I like, um, but the episode, so to speak, is not really a lot different than any other. I mean, because they fight demons in every episode, right, right. basically, or monsters. So it's not out of the ordinary for them to have a demon right. up here or whatever. Um, but it does have to do with this kind of concept of fear and how mm-hmm. people have different fears. Um, and so, like, for one example... Um, uh, Oz, who is Seth Green's character, okay, okay, um, is invisible, um, and so he's invisible because that's kind of his his worst fear is that it's not nobody, being noticed, right? And so it, so which he, is weird, by the way. Let me stop you. It, which is weird because I said that about the new It movie about the Richie Tozer character, yes, about the missing signs, and and Seth Green played Richie Tozer in the first It. Miniseries. Um, really? Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. I for, totally forgot about that. So I wonder if Seth Green has an inherent fear of not being remembered. That's why he's in so much. Interesting. I think we just cracked the Seth Green case. We did. We cracked it wide open. Put another. Put another star on the board. We cracked another one. Um, Hollywood mystery files. Um. Did I say shit? Did I say Oz? You I did. Mean, I meant Xander. Oh, okay. It's Xander. Because oh. Xander. His, Damn, his, that one, man. But, All right. Take the star down. The Seth Green case is still open. <laughs> Jensen, get on. Get back on. No. Get back on it. Get. No. Out there. All right. I'm sorry. I had to do that. Um, That was pretty good. <laughs> For a minute there, I was like, where is he going with this? Um, Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like, it's just one of those that it, like really registers with me. And I like seeing the the kind of behind the curtain for all of these characters. Well, I like that we're able, you know, a lot of our favorite shows obviously are on this list, but it's fun for me because when I think of certain shows, like when I think of just boy meets world in general and all those mental images flash up of what I think about the Halloween episode is always one of the things that I think about. And, you know, it's fun when you can have a favorite episode of a favorite show that happens to be a Halloween episode. And that's, 
I don't know. That's kind of the joy of this list for me because a lot of my favorite shows have wonderful Halloween episodes as you know, totally as shown in my list, which I should probably run back through. Right? Yes, please do. All right. So my number five was the office and the episode title was just Halloween. I think it's in season two. Uh, my number four was freaks and geeks with the episode named tricks and treats. That's in season one. Uh, my number three was community and it was the episode epidemiology. I think that was in season four, maybe. Yes. Okay. That's okay. That's right. Which is the, the season that shall not be discussed. Yes. Which was the high point of that season, by the way. Right. Um, and then my number two was Boy Meets World, and then there was Sean. Uh, that was season six. I Sad. Think. I was hoping we might jinx these on that one. Wow. Almost. Um, and then my number one is Treehouse of Horror, all the seasons from The Simpsons. Because why not? Because come on. And so rolling back through my list, very similar but not at all the same. Uh, my number five was Friends, the one with the Halloween party. Uh, my number four was How I Met Your Mother, the slutty pumpkin. Not the slutty pumpkin returns, but right. the first slutty pumpkin episode. My number three was Simpsons, Treehouse of Horror. All of them. Great. Um, I love that we both did that. (laughs) My number two was Buffy, Fear Itself. And my number one is Boy Meets World. And And then then there there was Sean. Sean. And then there was Sean. Did you have any, like, honorable mentions that almost made it on there? No. Really, these were, like, the top five that I had that popped into my head. They are what made my list. I had two that almost made it on there. One Was one of them a Roseanne episode? No, it wasn't. I figured, because I know you like Roseanne. I do. My uh, my A loves it. Okay. Um, I I like it a lot. No, one of them was Modern Family. I'm not the biggest fan of that show, but they really do Halloween episodes well, because um, the main, like, core couple love Halloween. They turn their house into like a, a haunted house every year. And so those the first episode, the first season's Halloween episode is really good. And then the other one was a Parks and Rec Halloween episode. And it's it ends up being the one where Ben proposes to Andy right. Polar. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's a really good one because the whole episode is like all of these disasters happening to Amy Poehler's character. And then also the the B story is Ron Swanson has to take his girlfriend's kids trick or treating. And there's nothing better than watching Ron Swanson go trick-or-treating with kids. Oh, totally. By himself. There's nothing better than just watching Ron Swanson be Ron Swanson. Yes. So those were two that almost made it on there. That's pretty solid. They were below friends, but they... I struggled a little bit. I struggled. I struggled. Welcome to my life. To life. On just a (laughs) general daily basis. Well, because you're struggling so much, let's go ahead and take a commercial break. We'll come back after these messages, and we'll play a game. Make everybody happy. One night of the year, we live in a world of make-believe. This time... What is it? Blood. Halloween comes to Sunnydale. Real blood. Seeing is believing. Two terrifying hours from Joss Whedon, television's master of the night. Maybe it's just a neat trick. Or it might be something else. A Halloween full night event. Buffy. Today, the Disney Channel celebrates Halloween with a gala gathering of ghosts. 
witches, and gremlins. All day long, find your favorite friends in shocking situations. Then come nighttime. Frankenstein's monster. Join us for a monster mix of movies sure to make you shiver. Oh, come on, there's no monster. Don't be so sure. Come celebrate Halloween all day and night today on the Disney Channel. On Vincent Price is right. (laughs) (laughs) Vincent Price is right. The evil of. Damn, I can't think of any Price is right games right now. The mountain climber. The mountain climber. That's a dumb one. Plinko. (laughs) (laughs) The evil of the Plinko. (laughs) Ah! <laughs> so, as you all know, that sound means it's time for game time. As it always as it is. Always Every does. single episode. That's what a shitty Vincent Price impersonation does, is it signals the time for High Five the Podcast game time. Every time. Every time. Every time it's happened on this show. 100% of the time, that's Not, what it means. 90% of the time, it works every single time. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that so much. That's my Vincent Price. I know. Though. It's great. I love it. But I, also <laughs> but I hate, hate it. it. But I hate it. So are you ready for this game? Yeah, man. Okay, so we have a scary episode. We, we watched a whole bunch of Halloween episodes of TV shows. Right, for our ha- Halloween spectacular. Tac- no, 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 our Spooktoberween-tacular. Yes, there we go. Yeah, there it I'm going to remember it eventually. After Spooktoberween-tacular. Like after three or four years of us doing it, you'll pick it up. High five, Spooktoberween-tacular. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that was good. I like that. Um, so, the way this game is played. Yes. Well, I'll give you the name of the game first. The name of the game. The name of the game is Scary Stories to Podcast in the Dark. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Listeners, this is a special game for you guys because this is a game where we are transporting our physical auras to your presence. Ooh, boy. And we're going to play the game with you. That sounds intense. Look behind you, under the car right now. Oh, my God. Um, that's and why the car's. And you might take one of us home <laughs> with you. That's why the car behind you has been flashing its lights at you is because we're both in the back seat popping our heads up and down. Yeah. And so, people are just like, stop. Stop it. Stop podcasting in the back of my car. And we're like, no. And, ah, scary. Um, <laughs> anyway, the way we play this game is each of us have found two short yes. horror stories. Yes. They can be real. They can be fabricated. But we have two short ones. We do. And we're going to try and scare each other. And the listeners. Sure. And the winner of this game will be decided by the loyal high-fivers. Yes. So post on social, post on Facebook and Twitter who you think had the scariest story. Yes. So do you want me to read one of mine first? Yes. All right. Do you have a theme to yours? There's no theme to mine, just creepiness. Just creepy. Um, Now, what I would like is when you edit this episode, add in some scary music right now great that's a perfect choice um here's my first story i'm gonna get into the mode for this turn on the lights a little bit when i was about eight or nine 
My mother worked nights, and we shared a double bed. One day, I felt a strange presence in the bedroom. I had my eyes closed, and when I opened them, I saw hands wrapped around my bed from underneath. The hands were made of blood, bone, and hanging flesh. And they tried to climb up the bed to get me. I turned away, and there was a white shadow that I couldn't identify right next to my head on my pillow. I managed, after a long time, to get up and run to my grandmother's room. And she wouldn't even come back in the bedroom with me after I told her what happened. Needless to say, I didn't sleep for a long time. Ugh. The end. I don't like that. That was gross. <laughs> I know, right? That bothered me. That's a pretty good one. That one is very unsettling. And that one was one of the, the quote-unquote real ones I found. That's creepy and unnerving. Right? Gross. I don't cool. like it. So now it's your turn. Oh, Scare boy. me. Scare me. <sighs> All right. Let me get in the mood. Cue the music. Perfect. Good job, me. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> Cue, comma, the music. The music. Mm-hmm. Mommy told me never go in the basement, but I wanted to see what was making the noise. It kind of sounded like a puppy, and I wanted to see the puppy, so I opened the basement door and tiptoed down a bit. I didn't see a puppy, and then Mommy yanked me out of the basement and yelled at me. Mommy had never yelled at me before. It made me sad, and I cried. Then mommy told me never to go into the basement again, and she gave me a cookie. That made me feel better, so I didn't ask her why the boy in the basement was making noises like a puppy, or why he had no hands or feet. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Honestly, up until that last line, the scariest part of that whole story was you looking directly in my <laughs> eyes and saying mommy about seven times. That was pretty good. That was a good one. Man, I liked that one a Thank lot. Thank you. I really Ooh, sold it. I got into you, it. You did. I was feeling it like I, it was my story. I was drawn in. I was like, where is this going? Like, what's gonna what's in that basement? <laughs> it's oh, a little boy. It's a little boy with no hands puppy, or feet. <laughs> making puppy <laughs> noises. <laughs> That just said shivers <laughs> right, down that's my boner. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fear boners. <laughs> Aren't they the best? Classic fear boners. Okay. Here's my last one. Okay. I've saved what I think is the best one for last. Okay. I call this one nightmare time. <laughs> my mother always complained that she had a lot of nightmares, but she would never tell me what her dreams were about. One day, while we were at the mall, I suggested that she wait in the food court, you know, while I, while I went and got food and came back. And when I returned with our meal, she was pale and had this strange look over her face. So I asked if she was okay, and she said she was fine. So we finished our meals and we, and we left. But later that same day, we were in the we were on the escalator, and I turned to my mom, and almost had a heart attack right there because behind her was an old man in old-fashioned period clothing, holding, gripping one of my mother's shoulders and looking at me with a very, very angry expression. 
my mom saw whatever look I had on my face. And, and right away, she just started shouting at me. She's like, what's the matter? What's the matter with you? Are you okay? And I, I said I was fine, but I said, you know, mom, and I told her what I saw. And immediately she started weeping. And my mom looked at me and she's like, you just perfectly described the man that tries to kill me every night. <laughs> right? Oh, that's uncomfortable. Right? That's a good one. Yeah, I hate that. I mean, I like it, yeah. but I hate it. Yeah. In that a one. good way. I imagine uh, I imagine John Turturro as the old man in period clothing when I imagine it. For oh, some for reason. a minute I thought you were going to say as your mother. No, no, no. <laughs> I no. imagine John Mumturo. <laughs> John, my mother, Toro. <laughs> My neighbor, John Totoro. 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 <laughs> All right. So that means it's my it's my final chance. It is. To beat you out. Scare me. All right. Make me we wet go. myself again. So all of my stories have to do with when I was a kid. So this one is also from my childhood. <clears throat> when I was a kid, my family moved to a big old two-floor house with huge empty rooms and creaking floorboards. Both of my parents worked, so I was often alone when I came home from school. One early evening, when I came home, the house was still dark. I called out, Mom! And I heard her sing-song voice like she normally does say, Yes! From upstairs. And I called to her again as I climbed the stairs to see which room she was in. And again, I got the same, Yes! Reply. We were decorating at the time, and I didn't know my way around the maze of rooms. But she was in one of the far ones, like right down at the end of the hall. I felt a little uneasy, but I figured that that was only natural. So I rushed forward to see my mom, knowing that her presence would calm me down, because this house was huge and creepy. Well, just as I reached for the handle of the door to let myself into the room, I heard the front door downstairs open, and my mom called to me. Q, are you home? In a, in a cheery voice, I jumped back, and I ran down the stairs to her. But as I looked back up at the top of the stairs, the door to the room opened a crack. And for a brief second, I saw something in there. And I don't know what it was, but it was staring at me. <laughs> Creepy houses. <laughs> Creepy houses, man. Ooh. I think this is going to be a close one. We're going to need our listeners to decide who the winner we is. We need you, loyal listeners. Both of yours are real creepy. They're creepy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Both of yours. And so were yours. I agree. Mine yours were, were great. All, Yours also incorporated violence. Yes. Yeah, they both... They both A running theme. Had a little bit of some gore. murdery gory murdery gory stuff to them. Now, granted, my first one featured a little boy missing right. <laughs> hands and feet. Which may have been the hands and feet that crawled up on the bed in my first Very story. possibly. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It was the same house. <laughs> we grew up in the same house. <laughs> right. We are the same person. <gasps> we've been we, dead this entire we've time. We've been Bruce Willis this entire time? We have been Bruce Willis since the beginning. Yes! <laughs> Amazing. Kevin Smith hates me. <laughs> that's, that's true. I mean, that is true. Yes. But not because you're Bruce Willis. No. 
Just no, it's just he hates both of us. Because Kevin Smith hates us. Yes. Which is unfounded because we are nothing but nice to him. The Especially whole time. when we hide in his bushes and we send him uh, packages of our hair, pubic. Um, Definitely. It, he should really like us. Yeah. But he just doesn't. He can't get it. He just um, doesn't get us. I, you know what? One of these days. One of these days. I tell you, I'll get some of his pubic hair. Right. In a box. <laughs> yeah. With or without his permission. <laughs> right. But most likely without. Right. Yeah. While he's sleeping. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> good times. That's great. That's good great. times at the good old Smith household. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the creepiest story of all of them that we just told. At least for him. Yeah, for sure. Probably. Definitely. Probably. That's weird. The things of his nightmares. We're going to get some angry tweets from at the real Kevin Smith. <laughs> for sure. Which is fine. Yeah. That's fine. Any tweets from him, we will accept <laughs> gladly. Will accept. You any know what tweets the, with his address, we will like even more. You know what they? What is it? Uh, any, any press is all good press, press is good press. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or what is it like? You tell kids like, but shut up, go to your room. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's what he'll say to us. Yeah. Shut up and go to your room. Far away in another state. So now that we've come to the end of our games yeah. and we've discussed uh, Halloween-themed TV episodes. Spooky. Ooh. And hopefully our loyal listeners will reach out to us like they always do and they'll right. let us know who who crushed it on the Halloween. Who creepy sp- crushed it? Spooky. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> on the spooky stories this week, we need to know and we need you to let us know. Now, aside from reaching out to us via Facebook at highfivethepodcast.com, or not, not that's our <laughs> website at High Five the Podcast, or on Twitter at at High and then the number five the podcast. Or I'll get back to what I was jumping ahead to, which was www.highfivethepodcast.com. All letters, no numbers. Or people can just email us, which might be just as easy with uh, email address my five at highfivethepodcast.com. All letters, no, no numbers. Um, and then also, I, I want to put another plug in for our letterboxed list. It's fun. Um, it is tracking along with my marathon of one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. Some days I sneak in more than one. Oh, um, shit. So we're up to, you know, whatever today is, day 19. Yeah. And uh, so you can follow along. You can add your comments on scary movies you think I should watch. Um, I'm taking sub- suggestions. I still have 12 more. But he's also to taking go. subjections. Yes, I am. <laughs> and rejections. Definitely. And uh, our lives. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of other ejection words. Uh, injections. <laughs> <laughs> I have taken a lot of those. Um, but yeah, so please reach out to us. And also, you know, thanks to everybody for leaving the, the great reviews on iTunes and the great comments on the episodes on SoundCloud. Keep it up. Uh, it we, means uh, a lot. It helps us bring the free funny to you guys every week. And so, yeah, keep keep listening, keep in, in interacting with us. And tell keep your watching friends. Movies. Yeah. Hide your kids, hide your wife, but tell your friends about this podcast. High Five Podcast is coming to get you. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happened to the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.